Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? It's the Friday morning episode. You might get some Thursday night if you're an IFS subscriber. Uh, you should subscribe. Everyone should subscribe. Why, why haven't you subscribed yet? You're getting two bonus episodes a week now. We've doubled the output for the IFS. Subscribe now. But uh, anyway, it's Friday, Thursday, whatever. It's going to be the weekend soon, so there's going to be some football. There's going to be some bonus live football, Sam. Free-to-air football which should be very exciting for everyone. What's that? And that's on Saturday night on BBC Two. It's the Copa Libertadores final, the South American club tournament. So it's their Champions League. Yeah. Would you call it the the Dissendat Champions League? (laughs) Yeah, you could call it that, yeah. (laughs) If you want to. Yeah, it's Flamengo versus River Plate. I don't know if you remember... Flamenco, I don't remember last year's two classics of the genre those two yeah. teams aren't they yeah I don't know if you remember last year's was River Plate versus Boca Juniors and it had to be postponed because there was riots in the streets and that leading yeah. up to the match they and I think they ended up playing it they were going to play it in Dubai or something in the end I can't remember where it got played they got played in Madrid or something I think I don't know but yeah that's the that is, that's an all Argentinian final isn't it I mean and they do I mean that is a massive mm. derby I would love to go to a game in Buenos Aires I bet some of our listeners have been and can well, tell us their experiences yeah. but that that is one thing that I've never done but really really aspire to do in well, fact this, I this... would like to spend some of our money <laughs> that we're earning <laughs> from our live tours and so on to yeah. go there so I'd like to make it a business expense I think it's a legitimate business expense because this is, is a football podcast I think me and you is. could fly out there yeah, and and do a show from Buenos Aires. And in fact, if there's any cunters listening in Argentina mm-hmm. who would like to guide us once there, then get in touch because I'm serious about that, Andy. It'd I be mean, tax deductible, wouldn't it, and all that? It would. You'd have to. Yeah. You'd have to spend. You wouldn't. All I'd say is you don't have to sit next to me on the plane if you don't want to. Well, you just sleep it, anyway. It's, so a, it's a long it's flight. Fine. I'd pro- I'd probably sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But there'll be there'll be like the hipster journalists that are chartered a plane to go together probably. Oh uh, yeah, from, they'll from never the let us on and that. The podcasts and all that. They'll we'll never let that, us on we? that. No, they'll because they dress up as stewards. They'd test us That's first to see what yeah. our knowledge of tactics was, and yeah. when we were found wanting. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- uh, my attitude is get the fucking ball in the net. It <laughs> <laughs> long. That's my fucking hit it long, tactic. Hit it early. There's the fucking goal. Stick the ball in it. Bang, then we can go home. <laughs> then we'll all get pissed up go home. Yeah, and we don't, um, have, we don't have the depth of knowledge of the modern no. football hipster fan, and that means that they won't let us into their gang, probably. But we could ask. We could ask. 
like let us like store away in the luggage compartment or something like that in the hold. Mm. But it's gonna be in. It's gonna be played in Peru. I think because of last Fucking year's hell. shenanigans, this, they've this got is a new amazing. venue this time. Imagine if you could get a ticket to this, right? Mm. I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about this game. We're never. I've only just heard of it. But imagine <laughs> if you were going. Fuck me, like in Peru. Yeah, it'd be great. A Brazilian, the most famous. Is it the most famous Brazilian team? Flamenco. It's them or Santos. Flamengo. Flamengo is a dance. It's Flamengo. All right, Flamengo. The hipsters, the hipsters, you wouldn't even get through airport security. He can't even pronounce it. He doesn't even speak Portuguese. Uh, He's not even putting the right accent on the word. It's it's Flamengo. It's Flamengo. It's like he's Ron Atkinson. What's he going to say next? Juventus. It's Flamengo versus River Plate. (laughs) Or summer. My so dad's, anyway, a- my dad's a football hipster, and I've just realised that. I've only just realised it. He was like an original football hipster before it existed, because as mm-hmm. I said before on the podcast, he he always tries to claim that he doesn't support a team, which is quite That's a right, football yeah. hipster thing to do. I mean, he supports Tottenham, but he tries to pretend he doesn't, right? Um, because he tries to pretend that he's just really into football, football's sake. But also, hmm. back in like the 90s and the 80s when Serie A was the preeminent league, but even before, you know, James Richardson started before doing Channel it on 4. Channel yeah. 4, because he's got a sister, my aunt, who lives out there in Italy and he spent, you know, time out there and stuff, he was always going on about how everything was... Just one of those people who's like, anything that happens in a different country... In a, on yeah. the continent is automatically yeah. better and yeah. we were sitting in a cafe in Rome and he explained to me he went look the Italians are so much more intelligent <clears throat> than us and I said what are you talking about on what, uh, what does that <laughs> <We're> mean English <laughs> yeah exactly how could that possibly be true look at them father <laughs> they're morons they think only with their penises <laughs> riding around on scooters brandishing pizza wheels look at them uh, they think the only of their loins while the rest of us are thinking about industry and technology, science and the arts. Progress. <laughs> he said, look at him over there. He said, he, he said, when you put a sugar in your coffee, right, in the little mm. coffees, the little espresso that they drink, he said, look at, look at the way you stir your sugar. Mm. You stir it around in a circle. I'm like, yeah, what's the fucking problem with that? That's how you, you know, stir that's what. That's why it's called stirring, isn't it? Yeah, I'm stirring it. Look, <laughs> he went. That Italian man. All Italians, when they put sugar in their coffee, they grind it back and forth with their spoon. Ooh. He goes, which will they grind it up, and that will diffuse the sugar through the coffee quick more quickly. So I was like, what the fuck? Off. fuck yeah, yeah. Do you know what, mate? Do you know what? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> you go that, fucking yeah. fucking go sit with him. Yeah. You love him that That's much. Serious. I'm trying my fucking best, mate. <laughs> I'm trying I'll my best. I'll just sit here and stir. Listen, right? I'm fr- I'm trying. You left when I was a fucking baby. Ever yeah. since, I've been trying <laughs> to win your approval, right? And every day, I'm fighting a losing battle. Now you're even telling me that I can't stir my fucking coffee properly, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you wish that fucking geezer over there, that Italian with the sunglasses on, you wish he was your fucking son. Well, go over and fucking adopt him then. I don't even like this coffee. I prefer Nescafe. <laughs> Nescafe espresso. with seven sugars. Espresso, there's nothing in it. 
It's fucking the size of a thimble. It's a fucking rip-off. <laughs> Actually, when I walked in that, uh, as you know, I'm partial to a double espresso. Yeah. Because, you know, it's good. it does does wake you up. I mean, back then, obviously, I, I wasn't so interested in it. But uh, in adulthood, especially post-booze, since I stopped the booze, I've become uh, I've got a bit of a habit. And uh, just before we went on stage in Liverpool at the Hot Water Comedy Club, I dashed across the street to get a last-minute double espresso to wake yeah. me up a bit for the show. And there was quite a gobby, and I mean that in a nice way because he was a good bloke, but there was quite a gobby bloke on the door at that at the Hot Water Comedy Club. Oh, yeah, club. there was, wasn't it? there, yeah. He was yeah. proper full of scouse banter. Yeah. All right, la. It was all that. <laughs> and he goes, hey, you did all that. Which you know, all you Northerners do. You you all all Northerners pretend that they don't that they've never seen things before that they clearly yeah. have. Because now that I've been all around enough, I know that everywhere, right? Even fucking Sunderland, you know all, all of our weirs. You've all got the fucking lot. That's the thing. There's there's the fancy coffees, the avocados. Capitalism has fucking scaled up around this country, right? And all the pretentious shit that used to be the preserve of certain parts of London is now fucking everywhere, right? Yeah, true. So he played one of those normings. I know what you're all up to, right? And he's gone, hey, what's that in there? Because I had a little cup. I went, it's a coffee. He went, oh, fucking tiny coffee that is, isn't it? How much you pay for that? And I said, and I thought, I'll just fucking go along with it. And I went, yeah, it's for, I think I said something like, yeah, it's for a little pixie that I've got downstairs. They feed from the bowl <laughs> like a bird. And then he and then he switched the power play back round. He went, that's one of them espressos, isn't it? And I thought, oh, oh yeah, you fucking knew all along, mate. I do all don't, along. Don't give <laughs> the old fucking scouts, oh, we don't know up here. We just have a cup of tea out of a fucking polystyrene cup, don't we? Right. <laughs> Of course, you know what Yeah, we just drink it like that for my name that my man makes. I'd never buy a hot drink. Oh, you must be rich. <laughs> fucking, I mean, he's probably going straight after work for a fucking flat wife and a flat white and a bloody arm and cross on every night. Anyway, he goes, oh yeah, I've had one of them double espresso. I had one once when I was on holiday in Spain. He went, I was flying for 48 hours off of it. Off <laughs> <laughs> a double espresso. He might have had that's, something else as well. That's maybe. fucking bollocks, mate. Unless yeah. they put fucking iron filings in it instead of sugar. I was going to say, yeah, you might have had a little something else to pep you up while you were there. Yeah. But it was yeah. the double espressos that kept me going the other night when I drove home from Bristol at 10pm. Oh, well, did you get on It seemed on like them? a good idea. Yeah, well, I had to. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Where, where did you stop? What services? Uh, Woodall services. Where's that? Just around Sheffield area, I think. Okay. I'm not completely but sure because it, it, it was... Chef, by the time you get to Sheffield, you're practically home, aren't you? Well, it was, it was another good two hours from there. <laughs> really? Was, I, was a, I was about halfway, but uh, the eyes were starting to sting. And uh, I, think I was Did veering you, across the road a bit, so... You, you relied a lot on... Um, on uh, New Order, didn't you? Yeah, as well, I did a, I did a playlist all New Order's did, albums did, and played them on shuffle. So it did it last the entire journey. Oh God, yeah, pure yeah. New Order. Yeah, yeah, and then now, some. As you know, when we were in um, uh, Bristol or between Cardiff and Bristol, I stopped at a cinema in a place called Cleveland, and they've got a wonderful arts cinema there, which I can recommend. Wonderful arts cinema. It was a wonderful the arts kind cinema. of arts cinema one would see in Islington. Well, it was, and it was great because I stopped in this place, Cleveland, which I'd heard of but never been to, and it's basically a quite old-fashioned little town by the sea. Yeah. But 
thank God for me, a fashionable Londoner who was passing through, <sighs> I immediately identified an artsy bit, right? right Which yeah. was a art cinema with a nice sort of bar attached yeah. to it where yeah. I could get... Where I you could order a vegetarian breakfast, and I thought you identified these... what what you what you describe as the cultural quarter. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Thank fuck for this. This is these are my people." So I've gone in. Oi, oi, vegetarian breakfast, to, please. I, I thought I was going to have to go to McDonald's and get some ash bread. <laughs> exactly. As I, I fucking did think that for a moment. It was like terrible. <laughs> anyway, I went to see a film by Ken Loach. Oh, the good. the yeah. gritty kitchen sink film director. <laughs> yeah. And the film, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it called, should have so- been called... Sorry We Missed You. Yeah, but it should have been called Adventures <laughs> of the World's Unluckiest Van Driver because it's basically two fucking hours of some bloke who's a fucking fat van driver and every bit of bad luck you can imagine having. I mean, I once interviewed the Zucker brothers about how they made airplanes. Mm-hmm. And they said, what we did was, they went, we we hired a, a house. We rented a house together. And every day we would go to it and we would make a gigantic pot of coffee. And mm. then we would write down, um, basically, the, the, the itinerary of the average, like, aeroplane journey you ever have to make from the moment you mm-hmm. pack your bags through to the moment you get on the plane, fly, get off the plane. And we tried to then go through every single point of that journey and think, What's the worst slash silliest thing that could happen in all of these situations? So there's the bit where you go through the security. They think of four jokes for that. They said, so we literally just fucking listened it. And I was watching this film. It reminded me of that because I thought Ken Loach has basically thought, right, we'll make this one about a white van man. Right. They're good, aren't they? Right. I ain't done them yet. I ain't done them yet. They're real people. We'll do it about white van man. Now, what are all the but worst things that can happen to you if you're a white man, man? Right. Obviously, I don't want to go out and get involved and have to talk to one of these people, but I'll have a guess at what it might be like and what can go on. So, he'll lose his keys, right? Oh, Oh, no. He'll get stuck in traffic. Oh, fucking hell, right? (laughs) He'll he'll have to miss a day's work because his kid gets nicked. Oh, bloody hell, that's another day. And oh, then the, and, the, the head's come off his phone charger. He can't charge his phone. He don't know where that. he's going. It was oh. all that. And in the end, you became incredulous. You think, listen, I know it's probably not that much fun sometimes being a white van man on zero hours contract. I mean, I've gone round in a white van doing deliveries before, not on the full time, but I've done a day here and there. And it's got its ups and downs, to be honest. Mm. I mean, lots of, <laughs> if you've got a mate in the van with you, lots of it's a fucking good laugh. Good laugh, right? yeah. Jalapeño. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. But this cunt, fuck me. I mean, I did, it did, I mean, I usually like Ken Loach films, but it did stretch me a little bit because I was thinking <laughs> this can't all happen to one fucking bloke do you know what I mean come off it mate he's only been driving oh. the van two days fucking everything's oh, no. gone wrong he's fallen down oh. at all yeah he was like oh no not again another blinking flat tyre who left them drawing pins in the road it was like fucking wacky races it was absolutely ridiculous anyway the reason I bring it up is it was quite bad because in it he's so knackered because he's having to drive non-stop right yeah. um, which is another I suppose funny part of the film because it's sort of like these van drivers Ken Loach you know these van drivers have to drive their van every day and they're free they're freelancers right and so if they don't drive their van they don't get paid and you're literally driving it all the time they don't get to go and have meetings yeah. and uh, brainstorming sessions exactly. with the exactly. writers and, and I like just that. sat there thinking yeah mate I know fucking hell has That's this just come to your driving. attention yeah <laughs> has this just come to your fucking attention but his whole thing is zero house contracts which obviously aren't ideal and he's going, yeah, you know, if, if they don't actually drive the van, they won't get paid that day. And I'm like, well, that's like fucking most of us, mate. If you don't direct a film, you won't get fucking paid that day. You're, you're just in the same boat as him. Same fucking thing. No one's making a buyer pick of you. Adventures of the World's Unluckiest Film, though. Oh, we've run out of film. I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh, it's starting oh, to rain oh. and this bit's supposed to be in summer. Oh, well, my director's chair's collapsed again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, blinking hell. How can all this happen to just one geezer? Basically, the whole film is like an extended version of the unlucky Alf sketches from yeah. the past. <laughs> oh, booger. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, anyway, that in it, because he's, he's driving all the time, there's a couple of scenes where he obviously starts nodding off at the wheel and veering yeah. across the road, right? And he can't afford a double espresso because he oh, don't get paid enough. Oh, chance would be a fine thing. Also, it's set in the north, so in Ken Loach's <laughs> mind, there aren't any double espressos. No, Although, I now know for a fact there's fucking loads of them. I can't afford a, I can't afford a kind of monster energy drink. <laughs> I just keep thinking, why doesn't he get some Red Bull? That's what I kept yeah. thinking when I was watching it. But anyway, um, the at one well at one point he gets beaten up by he gets mugged. He's doing mm. a delivery on a council estate. He has to deliver to a council estate, which is just the sort of place where ruffians hang around looking to beat people up. So he gets <laughs> beaten up because they nick his packages, and because he because of the time. That he's because uh, he's constantly having to drive, he can't even have piss breaks, so he has a bottle that he pisses into. And yeah. after they've beaten him up, just to add insult to injury, it's really out of order. This is why I think, hang on, this is a bit much. Fair enough, some delivery yeah. guys might get mugged, or like they might have stuff nicked out the back of their van. But these guys, they fucking grab him. They, they they beat shit out of him unnecessarily because they could have easily just held him while they nicked the stuff. Then they stamp on his special handheld computer that tells oh, him where to go. No need. 
And then on top of that, they find this bottle of piss in the back of the van and they open it up and chuck it all over him. And I'm thinking, <laughs> nah, well, he has <laughs> been... I'm already thinking, fucking hell, this bloke's unlucky. And then I'm thinking, what? They're beating him up. Now they smashed up his computer and now they're covering him in piss. No way. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they just Most of these just want to get away as quick as possible. Yeah. Anyway. But he keeps falling asleep, and I was sitting there thinking, fucking hell, me and Andy have both got long drives ahead of us tonight, especially Andy. Yeah. And I was thinking, this will probably be us at one point later Well, I'd, today. I'd, I'd, I managed to get some double espresso, but I'd also um, stored me piss in the boot of the car before I set off as well, so I was lucky that I didn't get you know carjacked or anything. It was <laughs> yeah. all right. Because the first I'm... thing the carjackers would have done, like, Where's the piss? Check, check, check the boot for piss. <laughs> It'll be here somewhere. <laughs> We've got to soak him in his own piss. No, there's no piss, Governor. All right, we're going to wait till he did. Mate, mate. Oh, oh I'm barely conscious because of the kicking you've just given me. Yeah, mate. Listen, do you need a piss? Because when you do, let us know. Because then we'll we'll get a bottle for you to piss into just so we can then chuck it on your boat race before we fuck off. <laughs> oh, leave me alone. So how many marks out of 10 will you give the film? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, I'll give it a seven. <laughs> a seven. I've just looked while we've been chatting, and the paperback version of the book, it's obviously based on... Oh, it's based on a book, pre- is it? Yeah, and the uh, pre-order of the DVD are both available on Amazon. So there we go. Nothing changes, does it? Fucking hell. Well, that's the irony if you get it delivered <laughs> yeah, for Amazon. exactly. It's a Maybe day late. Sh- Why has it not come? Maybe he shouldn't have fucking made it available on Amazon if it's the, if he's he got that much yum. Maybe yeah. he shouldn't. But well, there we go. Um, Ken Loach made a McDonald's advert in the early 70s, I think, or the early 90s or something, yeah, when he was skinned. He, he invented Ronald McDonald and Hamburger. He did, yeah. And Mayor McCheese was a commentary on the corruption <laughs> of, uh, of local government. Of course, hash Mayor browns Ma- were invented by Sir John Hash Brown. Yeah, but Mehmet Cheese, Cheese was invented by Ken Loach. <laughs> he invented nicotine as well, didn't he? Yeah. The smoker. <laughs> Bastard. Fucking... While you were, while you were uh, watching that, I went to see The Irishman, which you oh, weren't I'm allowed si- to come I'm si- to. I'm si- I'm not, I wasn't allowed by my wife because we're going to see it this afternoon instead. It is fucking incredible. Is it? It is marvellous, yeah. It's just... You just find yourself sitting there wallowing in the Scorsese-ness of it. It's yeah, just, is it? Is it oh, like, a, oh, is it like yeah. Scorsese's tribute to Martin Scorsese? To, to himself, <laughs> yeah, yeah great, basically. Great. It's like all the stuff that he does so well is all just thrown into this. It's three and a half hours long. It doesn't is feel there, like three and a half hours. Are there scenes of extreme violence? Yes, there are. Because yes, when I was are. younger, I used to not enjoy it, but for me it was part of the fun, whereas... I'm less tolerant of yeah. extreme violence now. I find it more difficult to watch, but I can just look away, can't I? You can. It's it's, it's all very fleeting as well. There's nothing too right. sustained. There's nothing like the uh, the eyeball in the vice. There's none of yeah, that sort of thing. Casino but, was the worst, wasn't it? it well, casino, the, you thought he's getting a bit... It's almost perverse what he's doing now. Well, I, I always say Casino was a 12-inch remix of Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the extended, uh, the, the, it was the extended house yeah. remix. <laughs> But this is almost like a 12-inch remix again, but then played at 33 instead of 45, because right. it's a lot Fucking slower hell, and more ponderous. That would be a be- great film review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could because write that the up actors, for our newsletter. 
Because the actors in it, they're all really old now, and a lot of it, they're playing really old fellas in it as well. Right. But the performances are just magnificent, like De Niro and, and Stephen Pesci. Graham. Stephen Graham's in it, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, Stephen Graham. He's I was, good. I was sitting there watching Stephen Graham thinking, God, son, because it's like, yeah, he's yeah. one of ours. One of us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's in there with the big boys. He's made yeah. it. Like when but, Ray, um, Winst- Ray Winston was in The Departed, and it felt like that. That's you right, yeah. You couldn't stop thinking of him playing uh, Terry McCann's nephew in Minder. Yeah. <laughs> or the lorry driver in every decrease in circles. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Stephen Graham's great. Uh, Al Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa is incredible. It's yeah. so good. But uh, I'm not going to give too much away. But, you know, it's on Netflix from next week, I think. No, I'm really excited. I'm seeing it this it's afternoon. Just so good. It's so exciting. Uh, we've been uh, sent a book by the great people who do the Got Not Got series of football books. And this is the new one we've got. And we're going to give it away in a competition. But in order to find out a winner copy, you've got to sign up to our newsletter. What's the newsletter address again, Sam? Um, it's tinyletter.com slash TFTM. So do that, and on this week's newsletter, you'll find out how you can win a copy of the Got Not Got football gift book, every fan's catalogue of desires, and it's in catalogue style, and it's loads of like old memorabilia and merch and football-related stuff from the past, which is what we love. Give us a number, Sam, between 1 and 160. Uh, I will say um, 83. 83. Let's have a look what we've got on page 83. We have got... Uh, it is mega stores and souvenir shops from football clubs. Manchester City, Liverpool, uh, Wivenhall of the Eastern Counties League Division 1, Tottenham's souvenir shop from the olden times... Programs, rosettes, loads of memorabilia. Give us another number. Um, uh, 42. 42. Oh, programs. Old programme covers from the past. You've got a Birmingham City versus Reading uh, one, which is sponsored by Coop Milk, and it's got a bubbly blonde on the cover in a Birmingham shirt. Oh, I, miss two bub- pints. I miss bubbly blondes, do you? Bubbly blondes, as in Barbara Windsor style. Yeah, yeah. don't get as many as you used to. And some brilliant covers from great programmes from the past. It's all that sort of thing, all the way through. There's bits about Roy the Rovers in it, bits about football fanzines, merchandise, and all that sort. Got not got football gift book. It's great, and we're going to give away a copy of that. So sign up for the newsletter, find out how you can win. Sorry, two copies we've got to give away. It's brilliant. Yeah, no, I received a copy to my home, which I was delighted by, and I've spent a great deal of time looking at with my whole family. Actually, Have you? they were they, they're all interested because it's funny, even if you're yeah. not into football. Yeah. This is what it was like in the olden days and that. Uh, we're going to have to do the football predictions before we wrap it up. Great. Uh, the latest scores, you got eight from the international weekend. Not bad. I got five results, but got seven. Ooh. Oh, by the way, what about this nosy bastard on on the, on the our email getting in touch to correct scoring and deprive yeah. me of points? Listen, mate, yeah. who are you, Frank Lampard? Oh, I think you're fine that you made an error. Oh, this, the points were in the bag, right? And he made an error, which is rare, okay? Uh, uh, but what's done's done. Move on. It's not. You, you it's pulled not a fucking... It's, not, it's none of your fucking business, whoever this bloke is. I've forgotten. What, why did you take the time to send an email to deprive me of those points, right? It was pathetic. And I'd say, keep out of our business. I'd like to say thank you for sending in that 
correction and pointing out that I'd actually scored it incorrectly. Uh, you are the checks and balances of this prediction league. You are, if you like, the VAR yeah, exactly. of this prediction That's league, right. ensuring that the, the correct score is achieved at all times. So, you know, thanks for being so vigilant and... <gasps> offside! Offside! Green card! Thanks for being so vigilant and robbing Delaney of three points, which na- helped to narrow the gap at the top a little bit. Handball! Handball! Ball to hand! Yeah, it yeah. Touch, it touched yeah, him on yeah. the elbow. It still counts, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you're on 69, I'm on 67. Result spot's on 59. Now that I've deducted those three points that you illegally obtained. Uh, this weekend, domestic football's back again. Uh, here we go are you ready yeah do you want to go first or second I'll go first I can't high press I don't think this week but let's give it a go I'm, it's because I've lacked training because we've been away on the road so my fitness levels are low yeah because I've been away sleep patterns are all out of whack uh, Everton versus Norwich 2-0 two 2-0 nil. Two nil Everton I will say 1-0 Bournemouth versus Wolves I'll go first here I think this will be a 1-1 I am going to say 2-1 Bournemouth. 2-1 Bournemouth. Monday night, Aston Villa versus Newcastle United. Oh. 2-1 Villa. 2-1 Villa. I think this will be 2-0 to Villa. Um, Swansea versus Millwall. 3-0. I'm not even going to ask who yeah, to. Obviously Swansea. Now we'll yeah. go 2-0. They're doing well, Swansea. 2-0 Swansea. Sunderland versus Coventry. Oh, big game that. Sunderland have won two out of the last ten. Yeah, but I'm still going to say 1-0 to <clears throat> Sunderland. Okay, I will go for 2-1 to Sunderland. And finally, Saturday lunchtime, it's West Ham versus Spurs. Mourinho's back. 2-1 to West Ham. 2-1 to West Ham. I'm going to go 1-0 to Spurs. Uh, we haven't got time to talk about Mourinho because every other boring, fucker has and we've run out of time anyway so there we go who cares yeah predictions are locked in there we are that's that for this episode uh, that's it no more to say anything else to add uh, no. keep it cunty keep it cunty to get to see you soon just rest This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,